Today, last week and next week, the church invites us all to reflect on, to ponder, to chew on the Word of God as, it, as He speaks to us regarding the gift of the Eucharist. So we, as a church, gather here today with the whole church throughout the world, and we're reading today about the gift of the Eucharist, the gift of our Lord coming to us in the Blessed Sacrament. And how we are called to enter into this sacred mystery. We, here in the pews, and, and I myself here, we, we participate in this act of love. We participate in the celebration of the Eucharist. Our lives should imitate and reflect the mystery which we celebrate every day here at this altar. We are a people who are called to be Eucharistic in our spirituality. To be Eucharistic people. And the word Eucharist we know means thanksgiving. So to be a people of thanksgiving, a people of gratitude. And our Lord speaks to us regarding this great mystery today. And, and as we look at these readings and reflect on them, our first reading is from Proverbs chapter 9. Verses 1 to 6, and it says, Wisdom has built her house. And it goes on to say, She built her house on these seven columns. Then it says, She has spread the table. This is our table of sacrifice, our, our altar. And so, wisdom. The Eucharist is wisdom. Jesus is the eternal Word. He is the eternal speaking out of the Father. He is the eternal revelation of the Father. The Word reveals the person, right? You, you come to know me by what I say and what I speak. And I speak with the breath. So you could say the Father speaks His eternal Word with the breath of the Holy Spirit. So you have the Trinity right there. The Father speaks His Word through the breath of the Spirit. And so God the Father gives us His wisdom personified in the person of Jesus. Wisdom is Jesus Christ personified. It's Jesus. So we enter this Eucharist. Eucharist, as I said, is thanksgiving. Jesus is wisdom. So we coming to Mass are celebrating the sacrifice of thanksgiving. We are giving thanks to who? To the Father. How? Through the Son, by the power of the Spirit. We are gathering at this altar, receiving and becoming one with Jesus because of the Holy Spirit. No Holy Spirit, no Eucharist. No Holy Spirit, no priesthood. No Holy Spirit, no baptism. No Holy Spirit, no prayer. No Holy Spirit, no confession. No Holy Spirit, the church isn't here. No Holy Spirit, no Jesus. So you see how important the Holy Spirit is? The Holy Spirit gives us Jesus. And Jesus is wisdom. And we enter into wisdom here. And what is wisdom? It's to be thankful. To be thankful presumes you understand that everything is a gift. 
God the Father created everything. Your life, my life, everything is gift. There's nothing to say other than thank you. The foolish are those who think they can do things or they have things or possess things or that their life is somehow a product of their doings. Nothing we do except sin comes from God. Everything comes from God except our sin. So, to be a people of Eucharist, a people of thanksgiving, to enter into the sacrifice of Christ is to offer with Jesus, in Jesus, through Jesus, through Him and with Him and in Him, O God Almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honor is Yours forever and ever. Amen. You're saying, so be it. Amen. I enter into this great mystery. I give my whole life to You, Father, through the Son, by the power of the Holy Spirit. So, our first reading, wisdom has built her house. Wisdom is Jesus. But why is it a she? Wisdom has built her house. Well, remember, God the Father created everything masculine, all the men, feminine, all the women, God the Father, through His Word, created all male and female, all men and women. All that is masculine and all that is feminine comes from God the Father's heart. And He creates and enfleshes these different beauties and attributes in the bodies of men and women. Everything that we're drawn to about femininity is a reflection of how we're drawn to God's beauty and goodness. Everything we're drawn to in in masculinity is we're drawn to God. Everything's pointing back to Him. Wisdom is recognizing this. It's having the eyes and ears and heart and, and spiritual discernment to see that all is gift, that all comes from God. And so we enter into wisdom. Wisdom has built her house. Jesus receives the Father's love. But there's no Jesus without Mary. Mary gives us Jesus. How? Through the Holy Spirit. You and I are in the house. We are in God's house. And in fact... You are the house, the church. Wisdom has built her house. What is wisdom? Who is wisdom? Jesus is wisdom. And He's built the church. Mary's a model of the church. You are all called to be like Mary. We're called to open ourselves to God and receive all gift, all blessings, all power, all of His grace. Receive Him. And give Him to the world. So Jesus here in the Eucharist is saying to us, I want you to receive Me. God loves us and He can't stand being away from us. So He gives us, He institutes the Eucharist. He gives us the Eucharist so that we can be with Him and He can be with us. And if you read in this Gospel... 
This is a crazy teaching. Jesus is saying, eat my flesh and drink my blood. The Jews are quarreling. Like, this guy's cannibalistic. This guy's crazy. He's gone off the deep end. He's nuts. He's saying, eat his body and drink his blood. What's wrong with him? He's crazy. And he quarrel among himself. And Jesus, rather than explain himself, keeps going on. Eat my flesh. Drink my blood. We as Catholics know exactly what he's talking about. He's talking about the Eucharist. Do we understand it all? No. But he says it here in the Bible. John chapter 6. Read it. You heard part of it here. Eat my flesh. Drink my blood. Come and receive me. Receive wisdom. You and I alone don't have the ability to live grateful lives, wisdom in fleshed lives, without the power that Jesus gives us in the Eucharist. You and I cannot live as people of Eucharist, people of thanksgiving, recognizing everything is gift. You can't live that way without Jesus. So you have to come here to be spiritually fed. And notice in the Bible it says, let us offer to God a sacrifice of praise. Meaning, there's a sacrificial dimension in living a grateful Thanksgiving lifestyle. There's a, there's a sense of sacrifice in that. We offer to God a sacrifice of praise. Meaning, I praise you, Lord, not myself. I offer to you all the glory, all the praise, all the honor, not myself. I do well at something, Lord. I give you all the glory, all the honor, all the praise. See, that takes, that's wise, that's wisdom. As opposed to someone that's foolish and filled with the spirit of the world and drunk in the world, someone who is drunk with the wine of the world doesn't live a Eucharistic life. They don't live a life of thanksgiving. They live a life of, I'm God. I did that. I'm good at that. I'm, 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 I'm. It's all about me, myself, and I. Everything surrounds me. See, there's a difference. Just by being here, you're being educated in wisdom. By being at this altar and around this altar, you're becoming a people of wisdom. You're learning. All is gift. You present yourselves to Him. And with Him, in Him, and through Him, you turn to the Father in gratitude and thanksgiving. And you offer a sacrifice of praise to God. I don't need to be patted on the back. Because God knows me and I know Him. And he, 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 I have an understanding of my value and how special I am in His sight. So you could see how if we don't know who we are, we're going to make ourselves God. And we're not going to live lives of thanksgiving, but we're going to have tons of stress to try to keep up our reputation. We've got to keep up our, our goodness. We've got to keep making it in the world. We've got to keep living in this world and keep earning Applause, keep earning praise, keep earning affection, keep earning, hey, look at me. No, no, no. We live with Him, in Him, and through Him. But that's hard. 
Because all of us like to get our backs patted and, hey, good, you're great, you did a good job, you're, you're an amazing person, you're wonderful, we want to be smiled at and looked at. And lo-. That's not bad stuff, but boy, if you don't know who you are, that's going to make you drunk with the world and you're going to be like, my whole identity and worth based on everyone's smile and everyone's pat on the back and everyone's affection. I have to keep this up. I have to keep this up. That's foolish, not wise. Jesus could say things that got him killed because he didn't need the affection and approval of anybody because he had it with his father. He knew who he was. Do you know who you are? Do you know how precious, amazing, and special you are? When you come to this altar, hopefully every week or every day, you are reminded of how precious and special you are. The Son of God, the God of the universe, decided to stay with us. That should say something about how He views you and loves you and looks at you. He died for you and me. He died for us. God! That should like... Do not get drunk on wine, but be filled with the Spirit, addressing one another in hymns, spiritual songs, singing and playing to the Lord in your hearts. Give thanks always and for everything in the name of Jesus the Lord, to God our Father. Get drunk on the Holy Spirit, not on the world's wine. Let's get intoxicated by the Holy Spirit. And that's a people that are filled and intoxicated with the Holy Spirit are a people that are grateful, that give thanks and give praise. Not, hey, look at me, watch me do this. Hey, look at me, watch me do this. Or what do you think of that? What do you think? It's like being dragged around throughout this world rather than I know who I am. I know who I am in Him. Look how He loves me. He gives me His body and blood, soul and divinity every day. Come and receive the lover, the passionate Jesus who looks at you intensely and passionately and lovely. He gives Himself to you. Let that mess with your mind a bit. Let it in. Let that love of Jesus intoxicate your hearts and minds because it's going to affect how you live your lives and how I live my life. It's going to affect us. And how does Jesus get into us? Through the Holy Spirit. How does Jesus become, how does that bread and wine become the body and blood of Christ? Through the Holy Spirit. How do you become the body of Christ? How do you become a grateful, life-giving, thankful people? How do you become the body of Christ? Through the Holy Spirit. What happens here in a moment, you and I are being drawn in, enter into this sacrifice. The most human thing you could possibly do is say thank you. The most human words, what's most natural to you is thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, God. Praise you, God. We thank you, Jesus. Who am I? 
that you would call me into this passionate love. So, the Jews weren't comfortable with this level of intimacy that Jesus wants to share with us. It's very intimate. You're coming up to receive the body of God. Just like marriage, it's intimate. The bridegroom gives himself to the bride. The bridegroom, God, the Son, gives himself to the church, the bride. Right here, or right there, intimacy happens. God and humanity kiss when you receive him. So call on him, invite him. When you come up to communion, I want you to think of, I'm going to leave you with two thoughts. Simplicity and consistency. Children come up very simply and receive Him. Jesus, I give You permission to enter into my soul, mind, body. Take all of me. Simple. Profound, but simple. And consistent. Do it regularly. Come regularly. Come daily. Try to come one other day during the week to Mass if you can. But come up simply with an open heart like a child and consistently get close. Get close to Jesus. Think how close you're going to get. You get close to Him. You know, when I was discerning the priesthood, I would get close to the tabernacle. And I always felt His presence. I remember just kneeling in the church and going up and putting my head against the tabernacle and just feeling Jesus so close. You're going to get very close to Him in a minute. You're going to touch His body. God. (laughs) So enter in. Enter into this great gift. And again, on my website, I always say this. If you haven't watched it, you haven't done your homework. Go to my website and watch the video on the Eucharist, the Eucharistic Miracles. I have it up. There's a link on St. Robert's to my website. Watch this video. It will build your faith up in the Eucharist and share it with everyone you know that questions the Eucharist. After you watch that video, I don't know how you can question that he's right here, truly. And how amazing it is that you're called to be in these pews before the Son of God, the God of the universe. Let's ask God for deeper awareness, faith, to be simple and consistent in our receiving Him and getting close to Him. So let's stand and offer to God our praise through our creed. There is nothing better than knowing we are redeemed Trusting in creative hands I am praying For our world To bow to your plan And this one thought Is unmistakable Take up my cross And follow you, Lord When you stand The 